right, as the beer bottle says, let's go to DEFCON 1. Welcome to episode 42 of Slacker Studio, a podcast where two slackers tell you what's going on in the world. This week, we're talking about Disney Plus releases, the Game Awards, and expensive headphones. I'm Ed. And I'm Jack. And this week's beer of the show is Mr. President from Brewdog. A, a defiant double IPA. Go on, tell us about it, Jack. Tell us about the beer. I will. So, Brewdog, brewed in Ellen, and it says, United we stand for better beer, fiercely defiant and independent, and it's called Mr. President. And the bottle itself um, has a pink and purple label, and it says on the side, this is DEFCON 1. Um, it's got water, malted barley hops, the normal for a beer. It's 9.2%. <laughs> so that 9.2%. It's a defiant double IPA. It says store cold, drink fresh. So I think freezing this out, not freezing this, but chilling it might have actually been a good idea. Yeah, so yeah, I, when it says cold, um, I, I don't really know. Oh, I've just, my Audacity recording is going to be interesting. Oh, well. Um, well, I just turned the, the volume up from zero. So... <laughs> Oh well, um, that's fine. But yeah, it's it, store cold is very vague. Yeah, I thought it was a bit vague. There were so many other brood dogs there at the time, and I was like, "Eeeh, fuck it, let's go for it." Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's see what this is. So double IPA. Yeah, so that that means it's nine point two percent, which is outstandingly strong for a beer. It smells so fruity. Good God, there's no there's Generally, a tiny yeah. bit of hiss, tiny yeah. bit of hiss, but no smoke. Okay, we're both pouring. Oh, it's heavy. There it goes. Yeah, it is heavy. <laughs> okay, that's like it's almost like a uh, an amber ale. It's like mm, quite mm. quite dark amber coloured. It's um, it's been a while since we both had the same thing as well, isn't it? Mm. Oh god, it's it's gonna just about no, it doesn't quite fit in my glass. Oh, this is not good. Mine is mine. Is, I've got a good amount of head on it. It's yeah, quite I got like a, a much dark, smaller glass. Uh, it's almost uh, like a dark cream coloured head on this. What about yours? Is it the same? Mm. Very, very small amount. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Just tiny sip from the bottle. All right. Cheers. Oh, cheers. I want to try this. Oh, yeah. Wow. Seriously, like the aftertaste is like, hey, oh. I'm, I'm alcohol. Oh, wow. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh shit! I've had wow. this pretty recently, so I knew what I was getting into. Um, oh wow, <laughs> that goes slam with the bitter right at the end. Like it's smooth yeah. when you drink it, and then it goes. I was not expecting that at all. I mean, it's a double IPA, but even then, good god. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna nudge my audio down just a tad. I'm not used to this. I'm normally sitting like really far away from my mic, um, so I'm. Like oh, inches like, away where I should be, but hey, here we go. Oh, it's like vodka. Good God. It, it is, right? It is like someone... I think I've explained this before, because I think I had it on the show not that long ago. It is like a punk IPA that someone dropped a shot of vodka in. Yes, that's a perfect way of describing <laughs> that. And that's a perfect way of describing you, that. You've got to try the double punk, because that is even more mental than this is. Oh my God, it's just, it's so like, Ed knows that I'm all about that gloppy tiramisu pudding yep. type porters and stuff and the sweet crap, um, or sometimes a little bit less bitter. This is bitter on a level that I wasn't sure 
Um, it's not unpleasant, don't get me wrong, but it is a, it is a kick in the teeth. It's like, do you remember those <laughs> sour ki- sour uh, sweets you used to have as a yes. kid? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, you have that really nice sweet taste, or in this case, that really nice kind of punk IPA doctored brew dog taste, that classic brew dog taste. Yep. And then you get whacked in the mouth with this with this very, very, uh, maybe also it's affecting me because I ate a whole bag of crisps whilst oh. I was doing some work earlier and it's just grated my tongue down to like its fine <laughs> yeah. edges. And now I've got this bitter glop. Um, it's actually not gloppy, sorry, I take that back. I take that back, I'm sorry, beer. Mm. Take that back. Mm. It's it's really, for such a strong beer, it's it's like really Moorish. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Jack's not loving it quite as much as I am. <laughs> It is an interesting difference. Um, it's something I'm really, really not used to. What would you give this a preliminary rating of? And explain to me, so you've explained to me kind of the, the, the taste, explain yeah. to me the smell. Yeah, okay. Do a bit of description. One moment, please. It does just smell really floral, like. Yeah. That's that's the only way I can describe it. I, Especially, all right, so we've been having lots of different coffees recently, as I think I mentioned before, we've got Coffee Advent Canada, so, and they, like, go, hints of blackcurrant jam. And, <laughs> and and actually, honestly, I get it, but maybe I only get it because I know that's what they want me to think. <laughs> and so... Or hints of hints of honey and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and then, but then, but a lot of them, you can actually do it. So there, there was one that we have, um, we've had a few times recently, like, in our main bags, that is literally, like, blackcurrant. And it, mm. it's brilliant. But this beer, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's it's very you know interesting. I took a small sip instead of a big gulp, and it's actually sitting a lot better with me than having a big gulp. Yeah. I feel like I just get a full mouth of bitter afterwards, but when I have a small sip, it kind of all starts to come together. But it's got that like high alcohol percentage burn mm, as it mm, goes down. That's what's mm. weird. Um, I think that's what's jazzing me out because I expect when I drink a whiskey for it to kind of clear out my nose a bit and to make me go, oh, fuck, what's that? You yeah. know, and I know the taste is coming. I know that mellow. But when you have a beer, you don't expect these things when you kind of first have it, unless you're drinking something like Belgian style. But even then, I'd argue some of the Belgian style beers don't have that same bitter taste. No, definitely um, not some of them, yeah. I do believe that lives up to its ta- its um, its reputation as a defiant double IPA. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's something, that's for sure. As an IPA, as an interest, personally, I'd give this, a, in terms of me drinking it, I'd yeah. give it a two. Yep. In terms of the quality and in terms of the what you're getting with it, as a double IPA, I'd give that a four, right? Yeah. I'm not a fan of IPAs. This is like, this is like fucking Bake Off, where they're like, do you know what? I don't like this thing that I've actually asked you to make, but I'm going to rate it anyway. No, bullshit. I'd say it's a, it's a two for me in terms of actual drinking, four out of five for its production, its taste, its smell, and also just the carbonation's pretty great. It's quite a slow carbonation. Big bubbles, small bubbles, smells very floral. The taste, that first taste is this really nice, strong, um, kind of ale brew dog uh, smell, mm. this punk IPA kind of taste even, sorry, and then it gets this whack right at the end. It really is a journey, I guess I'd say. A 9.2% journey. Do you know what would be interesting is is this and the double punk IPA, like, back to back next to each other at the same time, because this tastes so familiar to that. But And the punk IPA is a whole percentage less than this, the mm. double. Punk IPA is less than this, so and yeah, I remember that being pretty brutal. Or maybe it was the uh, the um, double hazy, which was 
like ten yeah. percent or something. I, I can't remember. That's that's how much alcohol was in them. But um, I tell you what, this reminds me of. Oddly enough, it does remind me of the first time I had Punk IPA when yeah. it was nine point two percent. Where it was like it was probably nine point two or eight point two percent, and you can only buy it in halves. You had to buy a pint glass alongside it, and you put the two halves in the pint glass because at Weatherspoons they couldn't give you a pint of this stuff. Um, yeah. It cost me two pound thirty, by the way, that that entire drink. I've never forgotten that drink. This is kind of like it, except for that bitterness. I think if they took away that bitterness, because that original Punk IPA did not have the bitterness, you'd be there. But it wouldn't be an IPA without it. It wouldn't be an IPA with a high concentration there. And some people, like yourself, really ride off of that bitter. Do you know what? You're, I, you are right. This, um, it's, it's different. So I've just looked it up on, so Untapped. So which is a, by the way, there's a great app called Untapped, which is like you can check into beers effectively. Um, the original one, they called it Brute, uh, Punk IPA Original. Excuse me, Christ. Um, which is no longer made by the brewery. It's um, 6%, this one that just says. I don't know if it's the original one, but... Um, which is way more than the current one. What have, what have we got? 400 and... They have made 420-something bids? Good God. Yeah, so the current Punk IPA is 5%, and the original one that I could find is, is 6 but they're definitely different. Maybe it was six then. Maybe I. Maybe they lied to me when I had it. It definitely tasted a lot of a higher percent than the original one, though. Good. I mean, they're doing um, some history search. Oh wow, crikey! No, but you say that. That's from two thousand and. This would have been two thousand and eleven, two thousand twelve. I reckon I had it, because I was at my first university when I had that punk IPA, and it was at mm, the Coronet mm. in Holloway Road. I remember that very well. Yeah. <laughs> this is my beer history coming out. Had the original punk IPA at the Coronet down Holloway Road. After a game study lecture, I did do that for a year. I keep you on did, forgetting yeah. I did game study a part of, as part of the film studies, but I actually studied games, mm -hmm. so I am technically an amateur in video game knowledge, apparently. Aren't we all? But you actually have a qualification that vaguely hints towards it. Vague, yeah, vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, yeah, I would give this... It's not a normal beer for me, but it, it is. I would give it probably like. Um, being fair, I'm going to give it a four because I actually really like it. I could never drink multiples of this, but mm. I, I really do like it because yeah. it's harsh. Honestly, that's what I like about it. I'm kind of growing to it. I'd still stick with my four in terms of production and what you're getting. What you're yeah. getting. I think if I was going to give anyone who loved IPA there, I'd probably give them this as a showpiece. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. All right. What have you been up to this week? So uh, apart from work, lots and lots of work outside of that, um, it's just kind of, I was trying to play a bit of Maud Howe again because the internet was kind of getting back into it. During Christmas, everyone's starting to play their games that they like again. Yeah. I've been enjoying it, but I've got no gold, so I'm trying to figure out a goal. Like, there's a helmet that you can save up for that's quite expensive, but the only thing is it kind of means that you just have to play. In order to get gold in this game, you have to complete a map. So that map could take half an hour long to complete. Imagine, like, Battlefront 2, where you have to, you've got resource points. Those resource yeah. points goes out. However, if you've got to leave at any time, you don't get any XP, you don't get any gold. So if you just leave the server, you don't get anything which is a bit yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's Maud Hell. Um, also, 
I saw the guild playing, uh, my, my guild in Warcraft Classic, they were raiding Naxxramas the first two days, so I kind of saw them. But I was working, I couldn't really do that, I couldn't justify spending the time. I'm actually glad I didn't in retrospect, because yeah. I got some useful things out of it. But alongside Classic, of course, the main retail game's out now, so I've been playing, yeah. I was playing a little bit retail. All of my friends are way ahead of me, some of them are doing Mythics, they did their first raid already. Crikey, And really? Heroic, yeah, Heroic, nearly. Um, I just have, I've just hit my, so Phil, Slacker's Phil, gave me a little card, a little trinket that actually put me at 155 item level so I can now do heroics with my mates. However, what? the queue system was buggered, so we couldn't actually do that. So what we ended up doing the other night was just doing some old transmog runs in Tomb of Sargeras, or Sargeras, sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that's kind of how we ended the night, so I didn't end ended up actually doing any heroics. It's weird, it's like I'm starting at the beginning again. Um, but yeah, that's about it. That's all I've really done gaming-wise, uh, or anything really this week. It's just been shopping, working, and video games while I could plough them in in the evening. What about yourself? What have you been up to? Um, very, very similar, really. Not, not a whole lot. Um, the we actually started watching a new show. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's something you've watched, but basically, it started. I've in heard like... so many good things the early 2000s I want to say and bear in mind it is in 4.3 it looks like it was shot on mini DV for these first <laughs> um, for these first couple of seasons so it's really good it's good fun it's um, it's very much a product of its time some of the stuff in it now is just mental um, you you would not well that's an interesting note we'll get to that in a minute um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah you would not get away with any of this stuff airing at the moment I don't think yeah, but it's it's it is good fun. Um, it's nice to get into that sort of sitcom thing again. Why does your camera think you're like way underexposed and has like blown you the hell take, out of here? Take like, a screenshot. What just... the hell? Um, well, that's mental. Yeah, oh, taking a picture oh, of that. That's gross. Yep. There we go. It's yep. fixed. So. It says uh, so. So you've been getting back into sitcom, which is always good to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell me about being in front and behind the camera once again. <laughs> I know this, but for the sake of the listeners... Yeah, really... yeah. <laughs> it's exciting, stuff. but it's cool. I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, okay. So, I, as I mentioned last week, I got myself uh, a new graphics card. I was, I was lucky enough to get a 3060 Ti um, from, well, the original NVIDIA, basically. Um, so, Founders Edition. And for for a while a friend of mine um adam and i we've been looking to try and do something on the side just to keep ourselves busy now we had a few ideas one of which was a, a youtube channel hmm. um mainly focused around tech because both of us love our tech um, and frankly doing a youtube channel made sense because well i i can do it i, I can do all of the stuff we need to do um so it's We've had everything set up for a while, um, but we never posted anything. We had all the logos, we had everything else set up and ready to go. Um, Jack helped me with a few bits and pieces for this, but basically I filmed an unboxing um, of my graphics card. And so I presented the initial bit, unboxed it, and it went fine. Like, I am... It's okay. I, I'm, I'm glad I've done it. It's not great. It's done a vague handful of views um we're on 44 right now i just looked um that's not bad it's fine 
bear in mind this is a YouTube channel that has a big fat zero subscribers. Um, sorry, no, it has three, which are all my accounts. Um, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I just had lots of issues that I wasn't expecting to have. I, I, I didn't have enough lighting. I, I didn't have enough space. Um, lensing is an issue because I'm using Canon lenses with an adapter on a Panasonic camera and it, you just can't do shit. Um, but it's a start. We've got a first video up there, so it's. I want to it's do more. Something. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's something. Um, I want to do more, and I was. I enjoyed doing it all again. Honestly, the whole process. But I, I wanted to do it better than that. But here we are. Do you know what? Jumping on that, actually, I really enjoyed doing that little bit of that tiny, tiny bit of work I did for you because mm -hmm. it was like jumping back into After Effects. And most of the time, I'm just using Media Encoder to make big files like recorded from video games smaller yeah. so I can post them on Discord. So I've not really done any VFXy stuff, but being able to jump on there and being able to even make a small title sequence, which I, which I, you know, you always go away thinking, oh, I could do that much more sleek. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bounce off. But I'll, I'll do those in the future. But it was actually nice also doing something for someone else for the sake of fun. Uh, yeah. That was really, really, really cool. So thank you for that. Hey, thank you. You uh, did work for free, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's fine. I, it would be interesting to see where it goes. I'm slightly disappointed. Bear in mind, so a little while ago, I did a, a, a video reviewing my PC case for the Stuckers mm. YouTube. That did surprisingly well. Like that's on like, I want to say at least 1,100 views at the moment, if not like way more than that. Um, so I, I was hoping for around that, but honestly, that that took a while as well. So we'll we'll see. You never know. Um, and I shot that like in my garage with like old kit and that still did better so that's got 1662 views there we are yeah which is interesting i mean the, the thing is i i probably couldn't have timed it better when i did that video because that case was like the case to have at the time yeah um and i was probably about i don't know two three days late with the video compared to how I would have ideally released it on on the graphics card, but it's it's how it is. Um, I didn't get it early. I had to wait like a week for Scan to ship it to me. Um, and then it takes time. I don't have a dedicated space to shoot stuff, so that's just how it goes. Hey man, we'll find a way. I mean, you know, we'll get there. It's Again, it's like even me delving into it. I was like, oh shit, I've forgotten all this. I've yeah, right. this. Yeah. <laughs> all of my meme skills have gone, they've disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so, just briefly then, so I've got a moving date, hopefully. This is like, fingers crossed. I really hope. Should be, it should be like set in stone near enough. Like it's, set, it's like in concrete, then it's super slow to drive. That's what it's set in right now. Um, 29th of January, we should be moving into our new house, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, slightly further away than we wanted it to be, but that's just how it is. And it's, the reality is like, three years from now, we're not going to remember that we're two weeks later than we wanted into our new house. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, so, so yeah, that's that's that. So, so cool, uh, dude. you just wrote a note in there that says something about an octopus teaching you something. Yes. So there is a Netflix uh, film, which somebody suggested me at work, called My Octopus Teacher. Um, and I wanted to say this before we jump into movies or TV, because it's mm, something I did mm. during the week. Um, and by did, I mean I watched it just to kind of take myself away from everything and it's an excellent little little film or documentary on this guy this is where it hits home right so this guy left a media job 
uh-huh. out of stress. Uh-huh. And because he was, he didn't want to do it anymore, he was driven away from it and it was killing him. Um, and it was affecting his home life. And I was like, yeah. holy shit, this guy's preaching from the, you know, he's preaching at the head of the choir. Holy crap, this is great. Um, and so what he did is he he fell in love. In order to kind of get used to, get away from all this stuff, he fell in love with what he used to do as a kid, which was going out into the sea and kind of looking at things in the ocean. So he started doing this for a while and he found this octopus, as you might see from the thing called Octopus Teacher, and he just studied this octopus and see how this octopus worked and what this octopus did and trying to gain this octopus's trust and seeing its life from start to finish. Well, I say from start to finish, from, you know, when he finds it to the finish of it. Yeah. But it also shows his journey and what he learns from the octopus, the life stories that he learns from it, um, what this thing does and how it works. And the way this guy does it, he films underwater as well. So he also kind of found that this thing that he got away from, um, such as his media job, he actually was incorporating for the sake of this journey he has with this octopus, which really ringed for me because, you know, like you're doing now on your video and like I did to try and help you out, although we've both left the media industries in our own respects, um, they're still a part of us in in our own little ways and it's something that still drives us or else we wouldn't have done it in the first place yeah i still love doing vfx i still love filming stuff and when i see this guy going out to the ocean and being one with the kind of the wild and actually seeing it from his perspective and he's so eloquent and he's got so much poise in it it's incredible it's an incredible watch and it's something i definitely highly suggest um i think it's i think the guy's wonderful his retrospection and everything is excellent as well. So if anyone's looking for something to watch in an evening, My Octopus Teacher is one of the best kind of bittersweet, wonderful films that I've actually watched potentially this year. I think okay. it's one of the best things. Okay. And you know, I put it up there with Cobra Kai and that's a big yeah. that's a big thing for me because that, that series was just my favorite of the year. I've um, already just added it to my list on Netflix to watch. Please do, it's excellent. I cannot suggest it anymore. And I think it's something which really rings true with kind of both of us with our past as well. Yeah, that's that's all. I just want to get that out there. It's really good. I, oh, all right, um, that that's definitely going on the watch list. I will let you know as and when I watch it. Chase me to watch it, by the way. I will. Um, well, we've got a <laughs> lot of news to talk about this week for kind of everything. So yeah, yeah. Sh- shall we crack on? Mm-hmm. All righty, all righty. It's time to floss because it's this weekend. All right, I'm going to start with the actual the news one. So, um, we had the Game Awards 2020 this week, right? Something like that. Yep. Um, oh yeah, tenth. So literally yesterday. Um, it it wasn't like any major shit. Like that is like, ooh, that we never knew that was happening. But there was a lot of stuff. So. I am basically reading from The Verge's article on this one. Um, there are a million other things about this. So I'm just going to briefly summarize some key points that I thought was interesting. Um, I'm scrolling straight past the thing about Fortnite because I don't give a shit. Master Chef comes to Fort... <laughs> 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 um, no, I would care more if it was that, I think. Uh, maybe, because that would be entertaining to see how they've done that. But Master Chief skin is going to be in Fortnite, not Master Chef. Um, and Jack is now broken, so that's that's good. <laughs> Literally, as I said that, his fucking face appeared on the screen, like the, the thumbnail of the YouTube video is just staring me there, Master Chief. I'm like, oh, you idiot. Thanks, Mr. President. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> that's the title, by the way. Thanks, Mr. President. Let me just type that in there. Um, tell me about the second Please. one on the list, just while I type the, uh, the, the title in there. 
Oh, uh, oh, the second one on the list is that below MasterChef? Yes, yeah, below MasterChef. Now. So, Among Us gets a new map. Uh, Among Us is a really fun game where you basically go around as a group of people. You have to fix the ship. There's a few killers, and the idea of the game is to try and find the killer. It's been out for quite some time, but mm, for some mm. reason, it just gained major traction. We actually played it with the dragon. I played it with the dragon powered lot. Oh, cool. um, not so long ago and it was really fun just hanging out and doing that with them so yeah uh, that is, it's such a big game to see them get a new map is actually very exciting and it's going to increase the longevity of the game yeah I, for I sure I mean I, I read something thing. that they were like do you know what we're going to like bin what we're doing on Among Us 2 right now mm. and just focus on content for this game because it, clearly that's the more beneficial for everybody yes um, so yeah that makes sense um, I haven't watched the trailer for it but I like the little animations that they do for these things so that should be pretty good fun I've only played a couple of times honestly and it was it was interesting um, we should play it properly one time that'd be good fun yes uh, alright scrolling down for a few things a couple of things that I'm sure people will care about but I don't so I'm scrolling past them I will vaguely mention what the uh, the latest fighter for Super Smash Bros is Sephiroth who the fuck is that I assume Final Fantasy related yep Final Fantasy yes. related uh, that's nice for them um, alright Left 4 Dead this was like a, a zombie shooter game that was pretty good so much fun um, We've we've basically got the the studio that did that Turtle Rock um, basically revealed that it was working on something similar. Um, it's going to be Back for Blood with a with a number four because that's what they do for some reason they just use numbers. Um, basically, it sounds like you team up with other people up to four people and you just fight off zombie waves. That sounds quite fun to me. It looks really good. Uh, so I like, love Left 4 Dead and I have loved Left 4 Dead. Um, no, just I just love the game. It's such a fun mm. game. I played it for uh, actually what, once or twice a year. I group up with my old university friends and we play it together. We just do like a night of playing Left 4 Dead and just catching oh. up. And it's actually one of my favourite things to do in the year. Um, it's something I mean to get other people involved in as well, just because it'd be fun. Like yourself, we could set it up. I've actually said many times it'd be good to get yeah, you involved yeah, yeah. in it. But to have another one. What's great about this is I'm looking at the gameplay demo now and I can see them zooming in. It's almost like a mixture of COD and Left 4 Dead mm. and I actually really like playing Call of Duty so seeing the mixture of it I'm actually really hyped about watching this trailer I actually really want to play it it looks yeah, great I'm, I'm watching the trailer now as well this looks quite fun um, this is pre-alpha footage though just that's which we're a while out I think um, there's no dates oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play this so I'm going to play this um, there we go that's oh he's ripping off here. the door uh, yeah that's so cool yeah I'm getting this game also, the main thing, the main reason I'm probably going to get this game is because I've been looking for things to play with friends, um, other than say right, MMOs. Yeah. It's like it's just nice to be able to jump into something that everyone's kind of interested in or semi-interested in. Oh, he's gruesome. Yeah. Uh, so, Back for Blood looks good to me, and also the guy shooting with an AK, one of my favourite choice weapons in Absolutely. any FPS. So yeah, I'm, I'm up for that totally. Old reliable, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, Alright, skipping down the list, um, the next thing that kind of catches my eye, um, I played a lot of Mass Effect 3, I never actually finished it, but basically we get a vague teaser for um, Mass Effect, it's very brief, um, just over a minute of actual footage, but it's none of it's really like showing you anything, there's a lot of space debris um, and a ship, um, but that's going to be interesting, and the next thing that is weird is Vin Diesel, Dinosaur Hunter, um, which is not what the title is called, it is called uh, Arc 2 um, and basically he is going to be the new lead for this game uh, a bit like how you might consider um, 
Keanu Reeves to be the head of cyberpunk or kind of the face of cyberpunk to the rest of the world. Um, so that would be interesting. Uh, it's it's quite a good likeness if that still is to be believed. Um, I don't know yeah, where that still has come it from. It does look pretty good actually. Um, we'll, we'll see. There's no trailer for that that I can see. Um, oh my god, Ed! Look! Yes. Flight Simulator is finally coming to console! Yeah! Okay. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, that's pretty cool that it's coming to consoles because um, I would imagine when we say... Oh, no, it is, yeah. Only on next-gen hardware. So uh, Xbox Series X and Series S, I guess. I, can't, I think that's the little one. Do you know, do you know what's really cool? Have you ever seen those guys who set up those massive rigs to play this game? Yes. Like, they have the surrounds. It's so cool. And you actually get... There's, there's like, I'll try and link it to you in a bit. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll write it down. There's some guys, um, don't know if it's Flight Simulator or other ones, where they actually have like a control room set up mm -hmm. in Discord. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. Is it Flight? I'm just typing it in. Flight yeah, yeah. Simulator. Funny moments. Oh, yeah, Air Force Proud 95. I think that's the guy. Yeah, funniest flight sim moments. This, this, this is the guy. Um, but it, it's just about him like uh, watching people who don't know what they're doing and he's actually like an experienced pilot or something right or okay yeah 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 control room guy like um, it's like you're not allowed to leave um, what snacks do you have on board it's like we're about to uh, fly um, we have uh, I think we have sandwiches and gingerbread cookies like wait did you say gingerbread cookies yes okay you're being bussed back to the airport uh, you need chocolate chip cookies on that flight gingerbread is not good enough he's like okay fine you see this plane getting like bus driven super slow back to the lane it's like um, if you could just hold off on taking off there is a uh, there is a um, an F-18 that's uh, doing a barrel roll in the sky uh, we've not given him clearance for this but um, he's going to do it anyway yeah I I'm not going to go off of this um, off of this uh, what do you call it this runway why are you not going to do that because I don't want to. Uh, that's noted. Thank you very much. Off you go. <laughs> Stuff like that. I love all that sort of yeah. crap. That role playing. It's like I've always waited for a side note. I've always wanted like a a um, like a rocket building game, a space game, yeah. which includes multiple people. If anyone knows one, by the way, please wing it my way. But like where you can build a spaceship with people and and fly them off. So I could be like GC or I could be Capcom or something like that yeah. whilst I'm in the flight room and actually kind of like direct it. So it could be like, okay, guys, we've got a flight which is going to be three hours today. That's going to be to the moon and back. It's usually three days, by so the way. So flight sim, um, but like... Yeah. Actually, a NASA flight instead. sim. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That'd be so cool. It. And you just join a game and there's multiple people in the lobby who are sat at their desks. That does sound like work, but I'm just saying that everyone has something that they can do. And if you all work together, then you get that thing to the moon. You know, that'd be sick. It'd be cool to actually be like in NASA's shoes or SpaceX's shoes, especially with everything they're doing at the moment with the hop. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of stuff going on. That's, that's for sure. Uh, all right. Um, cool. Hit us with some Nax stuff. Yeah, so I've got a few things to talk about. Um, so Nax Rams has hit this week for um, WoW Classic. Now, there might be people who are what, uh, listening to this thinking, what the hell is Nax Rams? What is he going on about? Nax Rams is an old raid. That's It's an old bit of content that's come to Classic WoW. And essentially, it's people that did this about 15 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever, are redoing this content. But now everyone knows what's going on. It's all... Everything's, everyone can prepare for it. There yeah. were so few people that did Naxxramas back in the day when the content that's just been released was fresh. Um, so that's why they re-released it in a further expansion called Wrath of the Lich King. But seeing how 
the guild can't even fully complete one run. I mean, they have done. They've done so well. Um, does really show dividends on how tough this raid is, but also how much work goes into pre-gearing and getting all this done. When they yeah. say it's the final one in the expansion, it really is the final badass. The fact that it could be weeks before we even get close to having a full run that could take down Kel'Thuzad it's quite exciting to me. When you say progress, progress might mean two weeks. Um, two weeks that, you know, you do... I think we did AQ40 maybe in the first or the second time that we ran it. Yeah. That's excellent. That's so cool. Absolutely. Ramus, when we finally down Kel'Thuzad, it's, it's going to be in so many things. Kel'Thuzad's the final boss. It's the culmination of a year and a half's worth of gaming and gearing and getting prepared. It's also that culmination for that guild for completing classic Warcraft, I guess, um, in that sense. Um, it, there's so much that rides on it. Um, and that completion uh, brings onto that wanderlust of what I'm gonna talk on next, which is for Cyberpunk. Oh, so with, yeah. with games that come out, this is new content, this is old content that's come out again for a new game. Um, whether Cyberpunk is a new game that's come out, which is, Brand new. Me and Ed have been talking lots about it in the last cast as well. I just want to chuck that next Ramus bit in because it is a part of this week in gaming. It's something which has just come out and it's big. And but Cyberpunk 2070, but <laughs> let's start it. that again. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, <laughs> 2077. Cyberpunk 2077 characters can't get their penises to stop poking through their pants. Beautiful alliteration, <laughs> by the way. Um, yep. Of Cyberpunk's 277. 2077's launch bugs, the dick glitch sticks out. So, this CD, is, CD, Pro, sorry, CD Project Red, long-awaited role-playing game, blah, 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 is out. Players are, are running into surprising glitches. Um, the game isn't running very well at all on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, apparently, unfortunately. Mm. A lot of problems players are, are experiencing are frustrating, like frame rate issues and crashing. Some more amusing, uh, like the ones in the game, players can't get their characters to keep their massive hogs in their pants. <laughs> By the way, this is from Polygon.com. Yep. It's excellently written. I'm sure you've heard of this, but if not, let me explain. In Cyberpunk, you can customise the genitals of your character. You can choose to have a a cocker of edge with two different penis options and a size slider, right? <laughs> For some players, the customizable genitalia are causing issues. Their penis just won't stay away from their pants. And there are literally screenshots on Twitter where this person's wearing full clothes, but their dick's poking out. <laughs> it's just like the dick. It's like flies are undone and it's just like, now nah, I'm gonna hang up here, thanks. Yep, and even, and it says there's one <laughs> by Kimmy on, um, Twitter, which says, notice a glitch where female penis does not stay in pants in inventory screen, or is it a feature? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like excellent. That. Or just bro, and there's a guy with a quiff, he kind of looks like Elvis, and his oh, schlong's hanging yeah. out. It's that yeah. sort of stuff, just it's so hilarious. The the other thing is, but, um, um, but yes. it continues, it is not just sticks hanging out. Um, one guy on Reddit posted, no. literally could not have asked for a better first bug. And his his character, uh, well, her boobs are just poking through the tank top. There is basically the, where it should be boob coverage is just boob. Not even it's, side um, boob. This is like doink yeah. doink turkey's done. It's quite <laughs> yeah. glaringly obvious. Yeah. And it does say here, it says, um, clearly this is a problem unless there is something I don't know about fashion in the future. <laughs> Given the sheer number of issues players are seeing on launch day, I've got a hunch this is unintended, he says. Um, CG, CD Projekt Red has not yet responded to our request for more information, nor has the company spoken publicly about the widespread dong launch problems. 
Um, <laughs> who wrote this? I really want to know who wrote this. Nicole yeah, Carpenter, um, whose Twitter handle is at Sweet Potatoes. Well done. You're getting a follow. Beautiful Yeah, that report. was pretty good. Um, Dick Simulator 2077. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that was something, that's for sure. Schlongerpunk 2077. Yeah, wow. Um, I, yeah, I've seen a lot of talk about bugs and stuff with this. I think you say you've seen a lot of wang. Like, worried, worried there. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently a lot of people are enjoying it. Um, it is. It, I, it sucks that some people are unable to play it properly when they've pre-ordered this thing and paid a substantial amount of money for it and yeah. wasted a long time, but... It, they did say that they had deadlines though as well and for me like I was like I'm not going to play it straight away not because I don't want to but I don't have the time I really yeah, want to sink time yeah. into this at the same point when I do eventually get it I know that all the problems they have are going to be ironed out anyone who jumps early at any AAA games at the moment considering the time <coughs> the fact they had to de delay it even further is quite telling that there's always going to be things and features that aren't quite right but the main game could be quite good yeah people are, I, I've seen a lot of like Either way, critic. Um, particularly on like Reddit, there's like cyberpunk threads that are like, I love this game, and then the next one's like, this game is fucking ridiculous. It is broken. Why have you released this? And then like the next one's like, this game is great. The story is amazing. Da, 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 da. Um, so it's I think it's nearly there, but oh wow, mm. yeah. On um, on Metacritic, which is a site where you can kind of see both critic reviews and person reviews, the critic review is ninety. The mm -hmm. user score says to be decided. I've seen one nine, one ten. This is marked out of ten for the user mm -hmm. score. For the other one, it's a hundred. Hence the ninety. There's one which is in which is a zero, which is in Russian, so I can't. Good luck reading that. So could be another one which says terrible game, CDPR scammed. Everyone with their their false marketing, false promises, and high expectation. Regret yeah. wasting money. Regret. Have I turned into Elmer Fudd? Regret <laughs> wasting money on this pile of trash. Fix the game. So you can see there that there's a few issues. I with literally that. pray that this game's fail harder than any other video game has ever failed. Gosh. Wow. And then on the other side of it, someone said, this game is awesome, the quality graphics, dense of the world, and very intense story, thank you. So it's real, it's like Marmite. Cyberpunk is literally at the moment quite marmite -y. Yeah. Can you remember what happened with No Man's Sky? Ah, there was the, there's a video on the internet called The Engoodening of No Man's Sky. Yeah. Which is about how they started off terrible and how they are now one of the best... Well, you know, everyone loves that game now, and it's become absolutely. a classic of yeah, yeah, yeah. Power Studio, so, the little studio that could. Absolutely, it does. Um, and it's British. Yeah, and the other thing I want to point out is that No Man's Sky wins Best Ongoing Game at the Game Awards 2020. Good job, No Man's Sky. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool, and that's well-deserved. I mean, I haven't played it for a little bit now, but the last time I did, there was so much going on. There's just too much to do, like, because I haven't been playing it, and it's so good. I played it a lot, pretty much, like, and I struggled like hell with it because mm. I had shit hardware at that time. So that wasn't <laughs> the game's fault, but hey, that's just how it is. Um, all right, so there, there's a lot of stuff we brushed over from the, from the Game Awards, like, we... we Hang on, let me just tell you, see if I scroll through the winners list, see if there's anything like notable. Um, Please. Uh, so, The Last of Us won the biggest prize of the night at 2020 Game Awards. Um, it won Best Direction, Narrative, Action, Adventure Game, uh, Audio Design and Performance for Laura Bailey. Um, wow, that's quite a lot of stuff. Um, apparently also <laughs> Square Enix's Final Fantasy uh, 12 remake 
one best score in sound RPG. Um, Among Us, best multiplayer game and mobile game. Good. They have spelt mobile game outstandingly wrong on Variety.com. <laughs> M-O-B-I-E-L. Mobile. Yeah. Unless, is it Mobile. very European? That's not how French... No. No. I think it's wrong. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there. So, I, I think... Man, I wish Naughty Dog would make another Jack and Daxter game. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Naughty Dog! <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot, lot of stuff out here. That I think there's... It, oh, crikey, there's a lot of, uh, like, Last of Us and Final Fantasy stuff that is on there. Um, anyway, yes, moving on. Um, <laughs> let's crack on with some movies and TV. Movies and TV. This is a big one, actually, with the yeah. Disney and programming. Please give us a rundown on just what's happened, because when Ed showed me this, I was pretty gobsmacked, yeah. to be fair. This is Disney Plus, by the way, we're talking about. This okay. is another streaming service. So, bad news first, which I didn't put on the notes. The price is going up. Um, it's something like, I want to say, $6 at the moment, which is cheap. Mm. And it's going up to $8, which is not bad. <gasps> Bearing in mind, it is still half the price of Netflix or Hulu. Yes. So that is pretty cool. They they announced and or confirmed 52 different like TV shows and films that are coming to Disney Plus in the next, I guess, 12 plus months. Which is 52. mental. 52. Like talk about doubling down on this streaming thing. They they are going in the right direction. So this bearing in mind, like this this was like headlined by the Mandalorian, which is fucking great. It um, is fucking great. I've just finished the last episode as well. Oh, the last one that was done is. Is just that today's so episode? Yes. Ah oh, fuck! I haven't seen that yet. Okay. <laughs> good. Okay. It's so good. Um. Yeah, we'll get to that. So I I, I tell you what. Before I jump to the Disney Plus stuff, I'm gonna briefly talk about a couple of headline, headline things that I found quite exciting. Um, Kevin Feige confirms that Marvel will not recast Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther 2. Great. Mm. Definitely should never happen mm. anyway. I have no idea how they're going to do that film, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, James Gunn returns to write and direct Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I don't like it. You don't like it? I, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't like holiday specials. I am astounded that this is happening. Like, I don't understand. It's going to be mental and completely terrible, I am sure about that. But it's it's happening. The bad thing is, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is not coming until 2023, which means 2022, December, is when we're going to get the holiday special. I was like, oh, cool. What? Two years away? And, like, yeah, that's a long time. Have you ever seen the Star Wars Holiday Special, the 1978 version? I'm going to be honest, I, I, I have seen barely any of it. The amount of cocaine that went into the writing of that <laughs> alone. Yeah, is, it, is that on Disney Plus? I think it is. It's on YouTube, man. It's like an hour 37. It's got uh, a mixture of animated. There's a moment where the Millennium Falcon is like rising out of this planet, but it looks like he's just coming out of like tomato, you know, passata <laughs> sauce. It's awful. Right, okay. It's beautifully awful. This It looks like a Red Dwarf episode. Oh. And I love Red Dwarf, so please don't take that as a caveat. But Red Dwarf was a television show. This is supposed to be Star Wars. Yeah. 
it's just <laughs> I can't, it's it it oozes the time it was. I'm literally looking at it right now. See, the problem is, right? Oh, James God. Gunn is a massive Star Wars fan, so he loved this shit. So that that is that is why. Um, Dude, you got you got to even click on that and scroll through. I've just sent ads, a link man. to Ed and then YouTube needs to fuck off and die. Like all the ads. Oh my God, this has got uh, nearly two million views. This has. Yes. Um, all right. Oh. Wait, is that is that is that a musical? Hang on, what? It's a musical. What? what? The new one's going to be a musical. No, no. Go to forty-four minutes in the show in the holiday Star Wars holiday special. No forty-four minutes. I don't know why I've got no sound on YouTube. That's why. Very strange. I can that. Oh yeah, there's singing going on there. I can't even. Why can't I hear it? Um. Sure. I will have to watch that later. But that's that's. Oh my god, yeah, there's definitely singing going on there with like a lightsaber microphone that looks definitely like a sex toy. Um, wow, okay. I've got to stop watching it, I'm sorry. I've just been like <laughs> zooped into the black hole, that is. Yep. You know, Han Solo's dream in the carbonite, <laughs> what seems to be. I Yeah, I don't know what is going on there. Um... <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm just going to run through a few things here. So um, this is from Deadline.com, um, where I'm kind of taking this bit of information from. So there is a lot of segments here. So I'm just going to start. So just a couple from just from Lucasfilm. So mm -hmm. uh, Ashoka, Ahsoka, Ahsoka, Ashoka, Ashoka. Ashoka, Ashoka, Ashoka. I can't yeah. say this right. Um, after making a long-awaited live-action debut in The Mandalorian. Ahsoka Tano's story, written by Dave Filoni, will continue in the limited series Ahsoka. Wow, they were really creative with naming that. Um, starring Rosario Dawson and ex executively produced by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. That's going to be good, because I quite liked her in this, this show. I think she worked really she well. She was awesome. Um, also, I saw her. Here's a, here's a nice little segue uh -huh. with the Rosario Dawson. Only reason I'm saying this, I was on the set of... Uh, oh, I was a Danny Boyle. Trance. I was a right, runner yeah. on the set of the trance, and uh, there was a moment where they were basically doing the. the it was three days at the London Museum, and uh, we we're filming this auction scene, and Rosaria Dawson's there, and I remember being sat opposite her, right, and I was just staring at this woman because she was having the makeup applied <laughs> just before the scene. Yeah. I could not take my eyes off of her, not in like a creepy way, but she was the most beautiful woman I'd seen at that point. It was incredible. I was like, here's a movie star. I'm just watching this. She's not even gone on set yet. She yep. just oozes confidence. I was like, holy crap, I can't take my eyes off her. And what I didn't realise was sit, sat on this chair, sitting opposite, I had my hands on my, <laughs> my head on my hands, just watching this lady. My mate just left me to fucking die. She was just watching me the entire time, like, oh God, what's going to happen? She looks at me, kind of gives me a, gives me a curt nod, laughs a little bit and carries on. I was like, what? What? I was like, I'm now 10% more into you. What the hell has just happened? That's amazing. But seriously, watching them work on set, watching her professionalism, she snaps from being incredibly um, social with the guys that were doing the makeup, and then the moment it hits, you know, go. It, it's straight in there. It's the same with, um, oh, the guy that was in that film. He's he's um, Dr. X in uh, the, in the X-Men films. The, the young one? Yes. Yep. Um, what the shit is his name? I can just I, I watched that recently as well. Um, I don't know. Hang on, you Google it. Um, have Danny you seen um, Daredevil as well on 
Netflix. Not fully. Okay, so James McAvoy. That's Sorry. it, James McAvoy, because um, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. You got to do the rest of this in the New York accent. <laughs> she's um. Well, I suppose that works. Um, she she's in that. She plays um, a nurse in Daredevil, and she is just brilliant. She's one of the better characters. She's kind of like a recurring character through all of that Marvel series on on Netflix. So it's like. Uh, <laughs> Iron Fist, sadly, um, Luke Cage, and a few other ones, and she's she's great in that. She really is. It was it was slightly weird seeing her as Ahsoka or Ahsoka, I think I'm saying that right. Whatever. Um, Ahsoka, yeah, I reckon so. In in Mandalorian, but she was she was really good. That she was, was a great. Great episode. She was um, also in um, Clerks too. If you've ever seen that film, I haven't. No. It's a really good film. So if anyone um, wants to watch an old classic '90s film, watch Clerks. It's a really good one. If you're just mellowing out. Watch Clerks. Clerks 2 is, a, of course, the sequel to that. Rosaria Dawson plays in it. And the reason she signed up for um, the actual... She read the script that Kevin Smith gave to her. Mm. The reason she decided to do it was because of one thing, which I'll leave with you, is that on, in the script it said that in a part of the film there is a donkey show. That's as much as I can right. say. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but she's brilliant in that. So I'll stop, I'll stop segueing. I blame Mr. President for the segues. Mm. Unbelievable. Absolutely, right. Anyway, and, and so satisfactory we're on, like, one, one of 52. Um, all right, so Rangers of the New Republic, uh, set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic is a new live-action series from executive producers Jean Favreau and Dave Filoni, once again, um, that will intersect with future stories and culminate into a climactic story event. Jon Favreau's on it, it'll be good. Yep, done, sold. Straight up. Um, Andor, a nail-biting uh, spy thriller created by Tony Gilroy, is set to arrive on, on Disney Plus in 2022. Uh, Diego Luna um, reprising the role of rebel spy Cassian Andor, ooh, from Rogue One, hello, um, will be joined by a fantastic new cast that includes ah, Stellan Skarsgård, Adria Arjona, Fiona Shaw, Denise Denise Goff, um, Goff, Goff. Um, Kyle Soller and Geneve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Geneve yeah. O'Reilly. She's the one that's like, many Bothans have been claimed yeah. by the mission to get the things for the Death Star in the New Hope. You remember? Yep, yep I remember. That's, that's Mon Milfma, as I used to call her, because <laughs> I was a childish idiot. I see, I see. Um, okay, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, literally the <gasps> self-titled um, so show big. with you and McGregor. Um, hey, side note, um, uh, what's his name? Christian? Not Bell? No, <laughs> no, no. He's, Hayden he's, Christensen. That's it. <laughs> yeah, Hayden Christensen is returning as Darth Vader for that show. Um, yes, which is mental. Um, that's nuts. Yep. We get you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen yeah. back. Absolutely. That is incredible. So this series is directed by Deborah Chow, um, who helmed memorable episodes of The Mandalorian season one, um, which this is going to be great. I don't know when this is coming. I, I think they are shooting on this, actually. Holy crap, big hype. Um, and the final like one I'm just going to briefly mention on this one is The Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. um, this follows an, an elite and experimental clones of The Bad Batch, first introduced in The Clone Wars, the animated TV show, which is Rake, by the way, I'm only mm -hmm. about halfway through that. Um, uh, they, as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone War, 
Um, members of the Bad Batch are unique squad of clones who vary genetically from their brothers in the clone army. Each possesses a singular, exceptional skill that makes them extraordinarily effective in a formidable crew. Uh, basically, they'll take on daring mercenary missions, mercenary missions, and the, as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. A new Disney animated series, basically. Um, there's a whole load of stuff. Um, Star Wars Visions, Lando, The Acolyte, A Droid Story, Willow. What is that? Willow was the old Ron Howard movie. Yeah. It says something about that. What's that got You'll to do? You'll return in the role of the great sorcerer. Oh, cool, so there's going to be a new Willow. Okay. Right, see, because it's from Lucasfilm, right? I I'm like, what has that got to do with Star Wars? But it's not. I forget <laughs> yeah. about that. Right, okay, never mind. Fine, cool. Um... <laughs> Obviously, a whole bunch of stuff from Marvel was confirmed. We all we knew about most of these ones: uh, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If? Dot 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 question mark. Miss um, Marvel, um, Hawkeye. By the way, the stuff, the screenshots from that, and the stills from sets look amazing on that. I'm curious to see where that goes. Sweet. Um, She-Hulk, a new comedy series. Um, Moon Knight, Secret Invasion, all the Skrull stuff, which stars Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn as the Skrull Talos. Talos. Um, which you found in Marvel, um, sorry, Captain Marvel. Um, cool. Ironheart, which is going to be apparently really good, um, as will Armor Wars, which basically involves Don Cheadle's James Rhodes or War Machine as the main character. Nice. Um, and the one we were just kind of talking about a moment ago, <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Don't do it, man. Don't fucking do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's James Gunn. Maybe it'll be good. It might. Prove me I, wrong. We've got to be Break good. the cycle of shitty holiday specials, James. Please do it. Please, please do it. If anyone can do it, you can do it. Hey, hey. <laughs> break the holiday special. Curses. you got to do it. got to do it. I, I want it broken, man. Yeah, do it. Um, speaking of which, um, I am Groot. Features everyone's favourite baby tree in a series of original shorts coming to Disney+. Plus. Yep, Groot's getting his own series. The fact that it's a short as well is quite yeah. nice because the entire point of I Am Groot when he's like a little toddler is always in those that title sequence for the second film is just excellent. Fucking brilliant, yeah. yeah so yeah. for it to be a short is wonderful because they don't ex they, they're not going to um, expend the fun and that's what I'm looking forward to. I think that, that would probably really do well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not going to read through every single one of these. Um... There's, there's some brilliant ones, a notable one, Sister Act 3 um, from Pixar. Looking forward to that. Which is going to be mental. Um, no, sorry, Disney, that is not Pixar, but same thing, whatever. Um, Walt Disney Animation Studios, Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, I don't know what that is. Baymax. Oh, Baymax, cool. Um, all right. That's cool. Yeah, Big Hero 6, that is. Uh, bunch of stuff from National Geographic. Um, genius, Martin Luther King Jr., I guess some kind of um, oh, a scripted franchise continues exclusively. <gasps> Walt the... Disney, Walt Disney Television, The Mighty Ducks, Game Changers. It's like my <laughs> kid, my childhood coming back to haunt me. Ooh, what? Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. What? I did see that. New scientific what research. If you could combat... Is this real or fake? I don't understand. What if you could combat aging and discover the full potential of the human body? Explores the revolutionary idea in the new Ge uh, National Geo original series. Okay. Shattering conventional wisdom about the human body. Okay. Yeah, this science is put <clears throat> to the test by Hemsworth, who, despite being a f f f f f f f 
Uh, fucking bitch, Jesus Christ. Um, despite being in peak superhero condition, is on a personal mission to learn how to stay young, healthy, strong, and resilient. Hey, that's cool. When's that out? That's giving me Qin Shi Huang fucking vibes. Yeah. Or Qin Shi Huang, should I say. I He's the first emperor of China. Who, um, in his in his long life fame of trying to gain immortality, he ended up dying from mercury pills that he was given by his advisors, who said it would elongate his life. So, oh, yeah. yeah, if they man. hand you any mercury pills, Chris, don't take them. Yeah, that would be bad. Don't be times. like Chin Shi Huang Di. Don't do it. That's cool though. That I, looks really cool. Yeah. Um, something that was skipped over in the deadline thing. So, I, from Empire.com, um, Patty Jenkins, who wrote, sorry. Uh, she directed I assume she didn't write it I don't think she did one of the most successful superhero films of all time with Wonder Woman and it's follow up that's coming on Christmas Day uh, Wonder Woman 1984 um, which somehow is out in cinemas like if there are cinemas and on HBO Max I think um, on Christmas Day so I don't know how the hell we're going to watch that in the UK which is shit but we'll see um, she is basically directing Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Nice. Which is going to be sick. That's um, going to be sick. Yeah. Uh, so it's a Star Wars film called Rogue Squadron. We'll see the director Rocket Beyond the Stratosphere, going by that title. It's going to be a fighter pilot movie going right back to the World War II dogfight movies that inspired George Lucas way back when. Top Gun in space. Take that, Tom Cruise. Um, yeah, this is going to be cool. Uh, basically, not a lot is known about it at all, but I think this is going to be interesting. Penciled for Christmas 2023. Damn. Hmm. I see. Well. Cool. I'm sure there was a lot of other shit that wasn't Disney related, but that's that's all we got <laughs> this week. <clears throat> that looks good. Yeah, lots of stuff. I'm I'm excited. I definitely want to watch the the new Mandalorian episode. Uh, and I'm gonna probably watch it tonight. Maybe we'll see. Um, it's really good. I definitely suggest it, but it's it's excellent. Also, gonna start watching Agents of Shield from scratch. Nice. I'm not sure. I've got a, a series to watch from a co-worker who told me to watch The Good Lord Bird. Okay. Which is apparently something to do with um, slavery in America. Sure. And like you know, the Wild West and all that sort of stuff. So I might I might start watching that. I think that might be my next one. Do it. If not, suggest me. Well, if you've not watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I would definitely suggest it. Because... Is it good? It's really good. Um, Agent Coulson heads it up. And that's always great. And, in case you didn't know, Tahiti is a magical place. So, you know how he... Hmm, can I spoil something that's many years old? We know he's alive. Like, he's alive in the MCU, the main MCU. But basically, um, Fury puts him under some mental, mental surgery using alien tech to bring him back. And as far as he knows, he just went to rehab in Tahiti. And when anybody <laughs> asks him, Oh, what happened with your recovery? He just goes, I don't know, but Tahiti's a magical place. Because he doesn't know. Because his memory's been wiped. And he thinks God. he was on a beach the whole time while he was in a crazy lab having his brain operated on by a machine that nobody understands. That's amazing. Yeah, mental. Um, well worth a watch. And it's all on Disney+, Plus, so that's, that's handy. Because it was a pain in oh, the ass good. to watch. Because it's just like a couple of seasons were on Amazon Prime and then the rest weren't. And it was a pain in the ass. Like, I, I think I own like the first season or two on like iTunes because yeah. that was when I had an iMac and that was how you could get these things um, so yeah no it's well worth a watch um, Disney Plus Q alright um, let's move on to our Teleka news 
tech news. Bam, 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 bam. Uh, all right, where we go? So uh, let's start with Boston Dynamics is purchased by Hyundai. Oh, <clears throat> what are they doing? What are you doing, Hyundai? Well, well, that's what's going to be interesting. So, by a surprisingly, this seems very first world problems, but it's a surprisingly small amount of money. $1.1 billion. Oh man, I, I love Spot the Robot oh. so much. Um, okay, so yeah, South Korean automaker group said on Friday that the purchase would help it expand automation in its vehicle factories and design autonomous cars, drones, and robots as it seeks to turn itself in from a manufacturer into a broader mobility service provider. Man, that's fucking vague. Um, what does that mean? Broader mobility service provider? Okay. Um, Hyundai Motor Group said the deal, which involves a new share issue, would give the company and its chief a combined 80% stake in Boston Dynamics, while SoftBank, who were the current owners, um, will retain 20%. Um, it's worth mentioning that the, uh, it's very complicated with the way Hyundai is run. There are lots of different parts of Hyundai. Um, so a bit like imagine how so Samsung make phones t and TVs, they make other bits and pieces, they make washing machines. Each one of those is a separate company. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see, but this is... Sweet. Interesting. Robots coming to Hyundai. And there's a swearing robot that Jack has linked me that I can't hear, which is quite sad. Um, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? Ooh, have you seen Apple's new handbag? Ah, uh, <laughs> what? All right, find a picture of the new Apple, whatever they, AirPod Max in their case. Oh, serious beans. <laughs> Why does they look like boobs to me? Yeah, no, dude, I can see that. Oh man, I need to I can get my mic stand back. The only trouble. It totally look like boobs. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Um, the... There we go. Internet reckons Apple's AirPods Max looks suspiciously like a bra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. What? Four hundred, five hundred forty-nine $549 for AirBra Air Max. <laughs> uh, yeah. Carry case. It can't be that much. <clears throat> Surely not. I gotta say, um, they're meant to be pretty great. So they're like first what are impressions. They about? So they're basically they are big chunky wireless headphones from Apple. They are they're very interestingly constructed. You can actually take the ear cups out, which are held in by magnets, um, and unsurprisingly, this is actually using USB C, which is mental. For Apple, as far as I'm concerned, because because well, frankly, they're quite small. So why wouldn't they go? Oh well, it's small, so our lightning charger is smaller. But that's pretty cool. Um, apparently, they're they're really great. Um, but they should be for five hundred and fifty dollars. Um, I'm slightly biased on this because I watched an unboxing video recently of like a set of five thousand dollar headphones. Gosh. Um, from Unbox Therapy, just just when I was like doing some prep for my video, I, I felt miserably compared to him. Um, but uh, he's unboxing $5,000 headphones, so he should be doing pretty good. Um, so yeah, apparently they're pretty cool. Um, obviously noise cancelling, uh, there's six microphones, 
just for noise cancellation stuff, and then another for voice calls. Um, oh, hang on. Then there are another two mics inside. The How many mics are there? What? It's a lot of microphones, folks. Um, they're really interesting. They they need to deliver more than just good sound, is what The Verge titled their subtitle. Titled their subtitle. That's not how that works. Um, yeah, I think I, I'd like to try them. And the worst thing I did recently was, I say recently, it was a little while ago. So where, where I last worked, um, someone had some, I, I, I want to say they were Bose headphones, but they were like really expensive ones. I tried them. I really wished I didn't try them because fuck me, were they really good. Like unbelievable. The best headphones I've ever heard in my life. And I went back to put my I've like, Bose are amazing. 45 pound headphones on. Yeah, I think they were like, I think these those headphones were probably four or five hundred pounds that this guy had, um, and wow, I could tell why they were worth it. Bose headphones. Let's type those in. Yeah, two hundred ninety-seven for noise cancelling ones with Alexa voice control. That doesn't sound too bad. I've always wanted to get myself a pair of Bose. Yeah, me too. I mean, the, the trouble with is not. Is, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Properly wrap around. So the trouble is, right? You can't try headphones before you buy them. Yeah. And I suppose you can send them back. I mean, so I bought some kind of like AirPod type things from Anchor. So it's in the people who make all the charging stuff. A-N-K-E-R. I think I talked about them a little while ago, but they, I, I really struggled with them. Like the sound was fine at sensible levels. Um, but if you had them like really quiet, it was outstandingly tinny because it just didn't know what to do with it. Like it didn't know how else to keep it quiet other than just take all the bass out, um, yeah. which is horrendous. But Kristen gets on really well with them. They fit her much better than I do. I must have weird ears, um, but she gets on really well with them. Battery life is fantastic and it's just so handy not having something as bulky as the headphones I use like all the time. Because these headphones I use like now for recording and everything else, they're, they're Bluetooth as well and noise cancelling. But they're only like yeah. 50 pounds, which to me is um, a lot to spend on headphones, I thought, but they're really good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to new headphones, although I'm very picky with it. Um, I might talk to my brother about it because um, he's a, he's an audio engineer, so yeah. he'd also have some idea. But yeah, the funny thing about being at, doing VFX and kind of doing editing is that we tend to have big screens, big monitors, small speakers. Yeah. Audio tend to have tiny screens, massive speakers. So. Yep. Balancing the two when I get my own place is going to be pivotal. Fuck this boiler. <laughs> my boiler is noises. just turned on. Well, that's that's just how it is. It won't be long now. I know when I can do it. I'm going to order my desk soon. Um, and chair. I'm going to have a good chair. Yeah, I miss my chair. I'm sitting on this wooden construct. Yeah. My, my ass is numb. It's awful. Could you now have your chair? But I suppose nice then what do you do with the chair? What do you do with like the wooden chair, I suppose, is the thing? if you brought your chair up, but hey. I wish I brought my chair up. It'd yeah. be so useful. But then, hey, I'm, I'm moving in a month, so it won't be too bad. My ass will finally get comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's that's it. Yeah, it's probably the... I don't even know if it's the longest show we've done in a while. It's, it's, it seemed like we had a lot to talk about, but I think I kind of skipped through quite a bit of stuff um, because we had a lot to talk about. But hey, it was fun. This beer is... um. Yeah, it's definitely beer. It's yeah, it's gone to my head. It's um, do you know what? As I went through it near the end, I will solidify that 
it said two out of five. I'd probably give it a three out of five in terms of taste because it did grow on me very uh, a lot as I drank through it. Uh, it's definitely a 9.2%. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a 9.2%. Yeah. Um... I welcome uh, more experimental high-go beers on the show. Um, it's very good. It's what I've needed for a while. Um, but yeah, four out of five for productivity. I definitely think it's a good beer. Do you, do you know what we need to do? Um, is Brewdog do... They've got the double IPA. Yeah. And then they have... There's a beer they do called Hazy Jane, and I can't remember what they. Yes, I've seen that. So they have a double strength one of those, and that one is, is like ten something. Bloody hell! So I'm typing double strength into Google to get double strength Hazy Hazy Jane, and the first suggested result is double strength chloroform. Uh, <laughs> double strength. Yeah, chloroform water. What the hell? What? Why? Why would you need that? Um, Double strength chloroform next on Stacker Studio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Brew. It's like brew dog, but I can't remember anything. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, brew dog. What the fuck is that beer then? Because I can't find it. Um, all right, fine, whatever. There's there's another one that's like ridiculously high percentage. We'll um, we'll find it. For, we'll try and get it for next week. Um, Ridiculous high percentage is all is all I go for, absolutely. dude. Sounds good. I think I posted it in the in the beer chat. Anyway, right, let's end this bitch. Um, let's get out of here because <laughs> um, I want to watch Mandalorian. So hell yes, yes of course. All right, so that was a show. Thank you for joining <clears throat> us. We'd love to hear your feedback on high strength beer shows. Um, you can join our Discord at the link in the show notes if you haven't already, and you can follow us on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, at slackers underscore studio if you're a bit more old-fashioned you can send us an email to the slackers mailbox at gmail.com that is the slackers mailbox at gmail.com where slacker steve will be more than happy to get off of off his ass the lazy dick and to read your emails on anything and everything that you want to send. has, has anybody even tried that email recently not recently we had frasley and we had rig rig right. eric right. i have a favor for, for those listening to us rigamorty What's about Please it? Send a Slacker Steve an email. He's getting very bored. Slacker's He's now a skeleton. At gmail.com. Anything, even if it's, hey, what's up? Yeah, someone, someone do it. it. Steve I, will be happy. Someone prove to me that people are listening to the show. <laughs> um, all right, so if you if you want to help us out, you can review us on iTunes. Um, it's because of the way reviews work on iTunes, it's fucking broken because. Every country is a different review page, so every country is different because it counts as like a store. It's like you're buying the podcast, so it's fucking pointless anyway. So review us if you can. If not, who cares? It doesn't make make a difference anyway. So anyway, all right, should we do the thing? In three, two, one. Don't let your boss catch you slacking. What did you skip the beginning? What the hell, man? I was about to say, until next time, yeah. So let's try again. All right, okay. Three, two, one. Don't let your boss catch you slacking. Until next time. Until next time. There we go. We've been your slackers. No, wow. Thanks, Mr. President. I don't, yeah, I don't even know that I feel drunk, but I definitely feel like I've drunk alcohol. Does that count as feeling drunk? Yeah, I'm feeling it. I definitely had some booze before this as well, so that doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) I had half a cup of mead, which I had with a cinnamon stick in it, so I'm definitely feeling it. Yep. Bye, everyone. (laughs) This show is brought to you by 
Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Cool, and we're out. I suppose that's that's that. That was fun. What a load of willies! Nelson's column. Ah, it is Nelson's ah. willy. It's Nelson's <laughs> willy. I'm gonna have to watch that again.